the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from part one of the Winter Wonderland Holiday Special here on the Worst Little Podcast. This is the Reverend Rory Dowd with all of my favorite showmates. We've got Nick and Rick and Josh and Ian and even Kim. But we're all really excited to have for the first time ever our new friend Ford Coral. We're talking out of our ass. Oh. Merry, merry almost Christmas, everybody. I hope you've been eating your eggnog and drinking down all of your advent calendars. Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> the drinking advent calendars are the best. Um, <laughs> if you're friends. With the little, little alcohol I said. If you know friend of the show, Fu Fleming, up in the Pacific Northwest, he uh, um, is currently this year on a tequila-tasting Christmas season. Um, and uh, uh, he gives a, a every little uh, airline bottle a review. It's wonderful. Excellent. <laughs> Some of these are high-end. It's not like just like airplane. It's just like the no. little tiny ones. It's yeah. not 99 bananas. Like. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fun story about 99 bananas. Somebody once broke. I got 99 oranges right here. (laughs) (laughs) Someone legit once broke into my car to like steal some CDs and change. And they left a little bottle of 99 bananas in the cup holder. Like make you not feel. Well, your car got broken into, but at least you can take a shot. I think that's an even trade. 99 bananas. Did you actually drink it? No. Oh God, no! <laughs> I just want to know if it like it could have been pee. I'm not 17. What if it, it was could pee? Have been pee? It could have been <laughs> dosed. It could have, you oh, know, yeah. like who knows? But, but I don't know. But there is a part of me at a time in my life when I would have been, oh man, this was meant to help soften this blow. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a real life alcoholic. <laughs> hey, it tastes like bananas. Yeah, I was like 32. I had some self-respect, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Rick has self-respect too. He just also would have appreciated the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, it's funny because it's true. Well, hey, let's welcome our guest, uh, Ford Coral. Hi, welcome to the show, buddy. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Ford. This is awesome. That intro was legit. I feel like I'm in good hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a real fake radio show. For real. I'm just joking. I've heard you guys before. <laughs> this, is our, this is the penultimate episode of season 10. Um, we're, we're at the end here. So thank you for, for being a part of this landmark season for us. Thank you. I'm happy yeah. to uh, help everyone end this shitty year in, uh, in style. Let's do this. <laughs> Um, th- this being a- a- an odd season, it is, you know, an odd episode, an odd Christmas. You're, you're here, uh, not in person, but virtually as usual. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Ford is a local singer, songwriter, performer, um, kind of a rock star in small circles, uh, a-, a bit of a cult icon within uh, a group of about 50 people in oh, Reno. Fuck yeah. Um, who will stab you if you say he sucks? Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, most right. of the rest of the they? world has, is is just learning of the majesty that is Ford. 
Well, damn, that's flattering. I, I don't even know who those 50 people are. Can you show them to me? Uh, no, I was. it was usually dark in the bar. Oh, I'm just going to start asking around. Yeah. <laughs> this is also, you know, before in the before times so we could like go to bars and listen to music. And in future times. And future times. Uh-huh. We're not we're not quite to Mad Max cyberpunk line. When you get back and you're able not to go yet. out to bars, you gotta be like, Are you one of the fifty people? <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna you have be to like tell me if you're one of the fifty people. They're gonna be like that fifty is now twenty five, thanks to the pandemic. Not because they oh, it's a high percentage of cord from coral fans. No, no, that'll just be the podcast bump you get. You know, we always bump everybody down a little so that the struggle is more real and and, and you feel like you earned it when you get there. <laughs> uh, shit. Oh man. I gotta say, I watched your um, a couple of your videos. That one, though, you know the one though with the where you're oh, on uh, Nevada Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make me. That's that's that was a really great video. I'm sure you've heard that a lot. Um, and then I also watched the one with your band in uh, four separate rooms, and, and that was really great too. Thank you. And how long have you been on the scene here, Ford? I guess that is kind of like a like blurry because I've always been kind of since I moved here in 2006. I've been bedroom recording and just sort of tossing stuff out there. I've never really like. I don't think I started printing albums and like handing them to my friends until around 2009. And then I start. then around then around 2010 and on, I started doing like at least like CD listening parties because I didn't have a live band then. So it's just slowly been growing. Like I've slowly been getting more and more balls to put myself out there because the reason I kind of like to just shut myself in my room is because I don't know, that's, that's where I feel the most creative and I could care less if people hear it. It's actually like really fun for me to just to make it. So I would share it to my friends and then, you know, they would, some people would say they liked it. So like, I just started kind of, I don't know, just mustering up the courage to kind of just start like getting myself out there a little bit more. And that, that led to over the last two years, building a live group and doing kind of like a crazy psychedelic live show. Yeah. It's fun, man. Like your sounds fun and you, you got really quality players. Kind of dancey post-punk electric. Electronica noise stuff that's really awesome. <laughs> my, my wife, my wife said that um, that make me one had some like Beatles to it. And when my wife says that, you know, because I'm always I'm always like on Beatle, the Beatles dick. But my wife, she she just randomly will share uh, some things she thinks about music, and she did compare that one to, uh, to Beatlesque. You know, oh, that's cool. I'll take that any day. I grew up, I grew up like idolizing the Beatles and all that stuff. So I think, I think John Lennon and Paul's, especially George too, like they're, they're just songwriting has always kind of just been part of my DNA. He, like my mom, I like one of my first memories is my mom, like playing, let it be on guitar. So that's, I guess it makes sense that it's kind of in the veins of songs these days. Shit, that is well, so much had, better than one of my first memories is my mom singing along to uh, Jingle Bells by Barbara Streisand off her Christmas album. 
And, and I was just going to say the Beatles famed for their uh, fan club Christmas albums that started as just little tunes and, and conversations with the boys and ended up after the German years, these strange little playlets involving uh, uh, Masonic symbolism and transcendentalism. Well, and then, yeah, then the last one, <laughs> and they would, the last they one turned into like psychedelic record- LSD trip bullshit. And they would also record them all separately because none of them could be in the same room together. But Merry Christmas from the Beatles. Hey. <laughs> the Beatles were ahead of their time as far as staying apart from each other. Exactly. They were social distancing. I mean, look at the album cover for Let It Be. That's basically a Zoom conference. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they did everything first, man. In the first one, they they're so sweet and so kind, and they're not on drugs yet or anything. And they're and they're just like, and they said, uh, "Hey, we said that we like oh, jelly thank beans." You for the jelly beans. We said we like jelly beans, <laughs> but now you're sending us so many jelly beans. Please stop. Like it's really <laughs> kind of sad. Merry Crimbo, yeah, Crimbo, 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 Crimbo. It's Crimbo. Well, some people get smells like that, Mick. It's Krampus time. <laughs> yeah, Krampus time. Fuck yeah. it. Black Peter's going to take you away. We can still say, oh, it's the Christmas episode. We're not, we should probably tone down on the cursing, huh? Yeah, uh, you know, we're not, we don't have children it. on this yeah. year, so it'll be our first Christmas episode without children. Oh, so, God, this year oh, good. sucks. Yeah, how about <laughs> next week? I'll get no, Bobby no on my lap week. after the show, Riku or Rick. <laughs> and Rick, I'll get Riku and Bobby in here, and they can do some sound bites for you. Okay. <laughs> well, Allison just gets cuter by the day. So. Well, hey, yeah, let's have let's jump right out the gate here. First, I do actually. I want to get to a song, but Kim, hi, hi. You've been really quiet. Hi, Kim. Hi. Well, you're talking Welcome. a lot. Welcome back to the show, Kim. <laughs> it's been a few weeks. <laughs> I've been sick and knee deep in COVID, so you not know. those two things don't go together, though. Like, I'm glad time. you're alive. Thanks. Glad you don't have COVID. Yeah. Me too. It was a relief, but it was actually really shocking because I work with COVID patients every single day, and it's just like I just know my numbers up one of these days. So did you, did you just have a cold or do you have some like really rare jungle disease? Or? <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's not a rare jungle disease. Honestly, for a week, I felt like I had mono, like when I was a teenager, it was just all encompassing exhaustion and a headache for like five days. And it was awful. So Were you I making thought, out under bleachers by any chance? I, I wasn't this time. <laughs> no. Well, but good no, thing I'm, about mono, you can only get it once. Not like right. pink eye. And then it's with you forever. That is true. Yeah. No, I feel theater I feel diseases. Much better. I feel much better. I wasn't COVID, um, but life is still stressful. Everybody, wear your masks and wash your hands. Well, lately, I'm okay. Lately, I stay away. I've had some yeah, people coming away. around, especially for me. I've had people in the studio lately that are that are like that are like sneezing and coughing and just getting over an illness. And then as they're coughing and sneezing on everything, they say to me, "It's okay, it's not COVID." 
And I'm like, How do they know? fuck. <laughs> they, well, they got tested. So, so they really know it wasn't COVID. But it doesn't matter. If I get sick, if I get sick, I can't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, it really matters right now. Like, I, I, I'm personally kind of hoping we're going to come out of COVID with this whole, like, you know, p- more people are going to be conscious of sneezing and germs. But the reality is, no, 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 it's not going to happen at all because everybody wants to rush back to exactly the way they could not care before and assume somebody else was going to wipe it off. One of my favorite things to do was to sneeze on old ladies in retirement homes, but I can't do that now. <laughs> I'm, I am ready to get They back. appreciate the moisture and the attention. <laughs> do you remember when we all sat at tables in restaurants and we were all talking and spitting on everybody's food in front of us? And then we would all communally eat it together, and that was totally no. normal, and none of us thought anything of it. Going on birthday candles. Birthday cakes, yeah. Oh God! <laughs> oh, Lord. now I've thought that for years, but I'm always like, ah, eh, it's birthday. We got to do. We this is what we do. I, I recently had a birthday, and when I blew out the candles afterwards, I apologized to my son and my do- uh, my wife, um, I and my daughter in her belly. I guess I apologized for. <laughs> blowing out the candles <laughs> you know because of covid but post 2020 we should put the candles on your slice of cake yeah that's a good idea. 100%. That's, it's just a tiny thing that would fix the whole fucking problem yeah, yeah well, well i mean I, I, I'll, I'll bring it up yeah I, i've already resolved to like even if I just have a cold, I'm just going to wear a mask. Like there's a reason they do it in like Asian countries. It's because like you don't want to get other people sick. Like, why can't we just make that a normal fucking thing? Yeah. And this is and this is America. Why do why are we just messing around with candles on birthday cakes? Why not have Roman candles or just shoot guns? Shoot the house for however many years old you are, and then that, you've got a project. You've got a project patching up all the holes all year long. Fifteen minutes, man. Guns are way safer, though. I mean, nobody's going to catch anything. <laughs> Except Get for enough friends on. together on, And you everybody. can do multiple 21 gun salutes For however old you are There you go. I just, just need like me. two and a half Alright let's get to a song Hell yeah, yeah oh, Weren't we going to do that like 10 minutes ago <laughs> yeah. I think yeah No we were talking about firing guns On people's birthday That's it's very America. Christmas It's a very Nevada thing <laughs> Merry Christmas here's a gun Should we start the show with uh, the first song on the album Um so this, it's kind of designed to be an album opener. So it's kind of lengthy in its intro. Um, sort of just like, a, I don't know. I really wanted this song to just be like a hello to the album. That's kind of the vibe I was going for. Let's go and f- find a way um, to use the verb zang to be. When you are lost, Thank you. 
I need to I need to like go out in the desert with like a fat sack and, and just like go chill under the stars oh, yeah. and watch the comments. And <laughs> that's, that's good driving through the desert music. I could imagine yeah. myself driving yeah. to, to Totopah and having to put that music on just to keep focused on the road. It's pretty great. It's funny you guys should say that, but the first time I heard the album, I was at Coffee Bar. That's one of the greatest fucking things about Coffee Bar that I missed going to Coffee Bar, stupid pandemic. And I was just standing in line and there was Ford. And then he said, hey, I got this new album I'm almost done with. Can I send it to you? And then he emails me this fucking amazing album. The first time I heard it, though, Ford, I put it on my little MP3 player action and went for a bike ride in the desert. And so I was just like racing down the hill on my mountain bike and this started playing. And as soon as that song came on, I was just like, this is so fucking rad. It might've just been the endorphins from the bike ride though. But (laughs) that'd be perfect. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cue that up on a walk. Fucking amazing. So if if I wanted to buy this album before my next acid trip, where would I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Where would I get some acid first off? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Preferably contactless delivery. Uh, (laughs) Well, first take the acid, and then and then call me. Well, actually, just astral project yourself into my home, and then I'll give you a copy. Uh, so I have it. I have it for free on Bandcamp. The whole album. It's on Spotify and Apple Music and all that. And uh, I don't have a storefront on my website yet. But we did make vinyl. Um, so I've just been 
Oh, the last shit. few, uh, the last couple Ooh. months, I've been running around playing Vinyl Fairy and just like leaving it on people's doorsteps and running yeah, away. That's, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. So I you can know. buy that on your website oh. and you'll drop it off at the house. Not, he said I you can't, can't. I can't do it yet. I, I'm okay. about to do it. I'm you about to set to, up okay. a storefront. You have to be one of the I 50 just, people. I know. You're right. <laughs> one of the 50. <laughs> they're called the Fighting Ford 50. That's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the new line of Ford trucks. <laughs> what's the what's the website uh, it's fordcoral.com perfect awesome. coral spelled c-o-r-l that's right not, not like the reef coral. right <laughs> coral that, that's coral. how it spells coral coral I, I swear people mess my name up like more than any like people think my name is gordon because they can they just can't accept my name is ford and they think my last name is my first name and it's carl and like, okay, you're just like everyone just messes up everything. <laughs> you got to, you got to admit, Carl Ford makes so much two. more sense. It does. <laughs> can't really Ford blame Coral. them for that. Well, oh, and that last song was called "Crush Test Dummy," right? Yes. And the album that we're uh, talking about is the Dumb album. That's why the sample at the end said, "Welcome to the Year of Dumb." That's right. So when did this? I don't think come we out? mentioned that. So when this, did this came album out, come in, out? Yeah. in August. Um, I've been working on this album for like four years and it, it took, it took a long time to record. Um, our drummer actually had to get hip surgery, uh, oh, wow. during the recording of it. So it just kept getting kind of like pushed off and we finally got it all done. And then we started prepping for an album release show and we were going to do it in March sometime. Oh God. And then, um, wow. And at the, and at that point I was like, okay, well, perfect. And, and then August came around and I was like, you know what? I I'm just done waiting. It's been four years. You know, I'm just going to release go. it quietly and then go on cool podcasts to kind of push it. <laughs> hey. Well, so um, do you have <laughs> any names that, of any but... cool po podcasts that we could listen yes. to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, I, awesome. can I write those down? Uh, yeah. It's like Joe Rogan. Is that <laughs> Rogan? Rogan. Yeah. It's French. It's Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who? So where did you uh, do the recording in town? Did I see you have like quality equipment at home, but did you go to a, a, one of the local studios or how'd you guys do that? Yeah. The so drums. most, most of the, uh, almost everything except the drums was done at like in this room I'm sitting right now, just in my uh, other bedroom. Um, so that took a while. We did a lot of like tracks. I did the sense here. I cut the vocals in here um, and bass and guitar. And then we came, we went to the Moon Room Studios, which is where we practice. It's where like Moondog Matinee practices. It's off of uh, Dickerson. So it's yeah. kind of set up to be a studio yeah. space. So we, uh, we set up the drums. It's a huge room. It was great for drums. And, uh, and then we had, uh, we just did like a mobile recording unit in there. That's rad. Fucking rad. Damn. So uh, did you engineer the whole thing yourself or did you send it off for mixing or? I uh, I engineered and mixed it. Uh, Sean Sariti, the, the guitar, the other guitar player, um, engineered and mixed the drums. So he he mixed the drums for me, gave it gave it back to me. I mixed the rest of it, and then we sent it off to uh, um, Colin over in uh, Wires and Noise for mastering. Nice, rad, heck yeah, Colin's so, so it, rad. There was like a lot of late nights of just tinkering with this thing. I'd, I'd probably not recommend like spending four years on an album and also mixing it yourself because <laughs> it's, it's one of those it's projects. Never done. Like, it's never done. You won't let it go. And, and also one day you'll just be like, fuck it. And just like, and just release it because you just can't, you can't stand like working on it. Like that's kind of how my projects work a lot is I'm going to work on it until I'm, I hate it. 
and I doubt everything about it. And then, it, then it's perfect. It's just get it out there now. It's, it's almost like you're breaking up with the project. Yeah. You're like, you know, we, we've meant a lot to each other, but I think it's time that you met a whole lot of other people and yeah. I worked on another project. <laughs> it's time you went and dated 50 people and I stayed here. <laughs> a million people. Hmm. Are your other things up on Spotify as well? Because I yeah, know you had albums there. before this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the sixth studio album, I believe. Could be getting that wrong. Then um, we also released an EP. So six albums and an EP in since 2006. I've been doing this crazy shit. That's that's a pretty good clip. That's not you know, uh, slacking. No, I noticed the, the older I get, the, uh, the longer of t- longer amount of time in between each album though. Like I felt like I could have done one a year in my twenties, but now I'm pushing 40. So it, the, I don't know. The synapses don't fire as fast. I don't get the creative energy. I mostly want to kind of binge watch cooking shows on YouTube instead of working on music. <laughs> Build that momentum now, man. Cause I'm like running towards 50 and it's taken me like uh, a year to write two poems. So yeah, that's, how, that's where I feel like I'm going right now. Most artists, as you get older, you begin to second guess everything you do. And eventually that becomes yeah, yeah. so awful that it totally freezes you and you make no more art. Right. The critic right. is so loud. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you were a kid, you didn't know any better and you just put down any naive thing you thought of. And that's what was kind of neat about like sort of why this is even called the dumb album and things like that. I just actually wanted to, for the first time in a long time, not care, like, and just be completely free in making this music. I wanted to call it whatever the hell made me laugh. I wanted to be it all to be about whatever the hell I wanted it to be. I was, this is the first time in a while I was thinking like of just kind of what I would like to do instead of like what other people might like. And like that you can really get caught in a pretty bad place if you're kind of thinking about like, oh, I bet like this scene would really dig this song. Maybe I should make it more like that. Like, I just remember being like so self-conscious about that stuff in like the mid 2000s or mid 2010s. And like, this was the first one where I was like, no, no, I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. Right. How many times is the local band? That's good. That's great. A local band will come in here and be like, well, we can't have a song that's over four minutes long because that won't play on the radio. I'm like, you're not even thinking of this right at all. Whether right. or not it plays on the radio yeah. doesn't make a fuck of a difference. Let's just make the song yeah. that you love. That's what really matters. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to play this for your grandkids. anymore where no. like radio play is going to be your like end all be all. The internet. Hey it's kid, like, come here. Good... Sing into this can and let's make a million dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you, if you got good music and you put it out on the internet that people can access, like it doesn't really matter how long it is. Like, Although, I mean, granted, like, don't stretch something out that shouldn't be stretched out. But like, if you're going to cut a song off at the knees because you're like, oh, it just won't, it won't get X, Y, Z airplay. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, like not to be a dick, but chances are it's not going to anyway. Not gonna. So make the so song you make love because you love you it. Like. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, no, and, and now it's I've a heard, good song. I've heard, it'll get the airplay. <laughs> I've, I've heard, well, even, it might be a good song and it won't get the airplay, but it'll be remembered for, you know, we might all end up like Edgar Allan Poe where we're dead in a ditch before anybody gives a shit about anything we did. Right. Yeah. And and it also shouldn't even matter if anyone ever does too. Right. It should actually just be genuinely like your art. Cause I think if you, if like those bands coming in that are like, we need it to be under four minutes, 
um, because it, this won't happen or this won't happen. Then, then me, like you're not making the song yours anymore. You're, you're packaging it in something and giving the song to someone else. You're making it for someone else and not you. As a songwriter, the song tells you how long it's supposed to be. Yeah. By the time you get to the end, you're like, all right, I, I, all right, let's just repeat it one more time. And, and I think we're good. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of like rules in art. You know, no, like I don't, sure. I don't think a song should be a certain length. I don't think uh, there should be only one bridge or two choruses. Like, I don't think, I don't like that. I think it was one of, uh, in like the late aughts, I remember like what taught me the most was like listening to a lot of Flaming Lips at the time. Like they were like the band that kind of taught me that like, oh, uh, fuck these rules uh, right. and do whatever the hell you want. Cause they, they obviously don't care. They'll just put like a 12 minute outro at the end of their like three minute pop song. Like they, they just did not care. So that was like super inspiring to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. it's like super successful bands like Rush, when they put out 2112, their record label is like, what the fuck are you doing? Side A is one song. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> fucking deal with it. Like, yeah, okay. like and admittedly, and side, a, side A did not get a lot of airplay, but side B, there are a number of pop hits. Yeah, like it's, yeah. but like side A of twenty one twelve is like my favorite thing ever. I love trolling people at bars and going up to the jukebox and putting on a twenty four minute long song. Heard <laughs> <laughs> that guy, especially when you hear the group of girls like trying to get together enough singles to put on their favorite song. Yeah, you just like, slide right, no. right while they're counting their change. You just go over, pop in one dollar. <laughs> To do that. Oh, I'll leave a couple plays for you to pick <laughs> off of. <laughs> Rory, maybe you remember. I used to do that at St. James with Pink Floyd's Echoes. I, I do. Yeah, I used <laughs> that, to do that. That's, time. A, that's a long, great song. Oh, yeah. But like the best part is it could be a full bar and then there's just like whale sounds for like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's long gaps in that Co song. But college yeah. kids are trying to get their move yeah. on and it's, yeah, farm noise. Yeah. yeah, that long squealy part of that song, I guess, could kill a bar pretty quick. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember I used to, I, I used to like, give myself a little mental trophy whenever the bartender had to go like, Ugh, and just run around and like hit skip on the, on the jukebox. Yeah. Like, then you missed the best part it. of the song. <laughs> <laughs> it was just getting there, man. <laughs> Those are whale mating calls. That's going to get everyone in the mood. Yeah. Come on, man. You don't like nature. <laughs> it's like oysters. <laughs> uh, what I used to do to get people out of the bar at the end of the night would be put on um, Wesley Willis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would that's get people one. out of the bar. That's how you Except get me to stay, like, man. Yeah, maybe a couple of hip people are like, I love Wesley Willis. This is great. <laughs> yeah, a couple. Even Rock over Wesley London. Willis, Rock over Wesley Taco Willis Bell. Played at the, the, the Zephyr. That people knew the name, so 100 people probably showed up to the bar. Nice. By the end of his set, about 10 people were left in the bar. <laughs> yeah. 10 to $15 to get in. Yeah. He's a, he's a rock and roll legend. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was a show. Can't, I actually can't see him anymore. Yeah. I mean, he kicks by my So he's a legend for sure. Yeah, I met, yeah. I met him on the street in Chicago. Batman's uh, ass too. <laughs> I used to hang out with Rotten Ron when he was closing down planet nine. And yep. the thing that he would always play would be, um, Oh, who's that awful fucking dude that I hate so much. Billy Ray Cyrus? No. <laughs> Old school. David Allen Coe. Probably Co. him uh, too. Uh, played harmonica, sang and played the guitar. 
Daniel Johnson. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Steve Martin. He would play no. Bob Dylan Bob records. Dylan? Yes. I've always what? hated Bob Dylan. I love Bob Dylan's songs when other people do them, but I can't stand the sound of Bob Dylan himself. He, he was the Wesley Willis of his time. Oh, <laughs> That's, that is a very strong comparison. <laughs> but that was the only time I ever appreciated Bob Dylan was when Rotten Ron was breaking the bar down. And I was like, you know what? This is the perfect music for this moment. Fair enough. Just brings people down. Oh. Just down, not not down like emotionally, but just kind of down to earth. Like when party's over. The end yeah. of the night and Rotten Ron's cleaning those cups. And it always reminded me of like the priest at the end of the mass cleaning out the the wafer and, and wine jar mm, jugs. The, the chalice and patent. Yes. So thank you, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> I know the technical terms. Thank you. Catholic nerds. <laughs> you were one of those boys. So strangely untouched. Yeah. Um. They knew you talk. One of the few. All right. Oh. <laughs> his, his mouth moves too quick, there's man. No way. We'll never get away there's with no it. One, there's no way this one will keep quiet. He's a mama's boy. The priest just wipes out the inside with the outside of his t-shirt and puts it back on the shelf. <laughs> he, he like lifts up the cassock because that's what the whole big thing is called under his vestments, and and then pulls out, uh, yeah, his t-shirt and wipes it off. <laughs> it's as clean as the Lord. Amen. Cleanliness is next to godliness, and priests are next to God. So. Amen. I didn't read the Bible, so I don't know what you're talking about. None of this is in the Bible at all. It's all ritualistic bullshit. Pretty man. sure it's on page six. <laughs> Whatever. All right, what's, what's the next song? song? On oh, TV? Yeah. Yeah, let's do on TV. Do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, this is, uh, I don't know. This is sort of like uh, what I would perceive to be, the, it's the, like the shortest song on the album. So what I consider to be the pop song on the record. Um, and it's sort of just about, uh, I don't know, it's about being a little too connected with the world, like falling into, uh, like synchronicity too much and like having it affect your life. I Yeah. 
radio in the early 90s you might hear if you're in like portland at your girlfriend's dorm and turned on the college radio station i was thinking like love and rockets yeah Yeah. (laughs) pretty great did you guys ever ever heard of a band called the wonder stuff Mm -mm. it kind of reminds me that uh, it's like an english uh manchester sound uh, 90s late 90s early late 90s shit i think yeah Anyway, I was told that it had like cool. a Brit, British Brit pop kind of thing going on. Yeah, Stone I, Roses. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. But it's got like a kind of a, a rad 80s thing too, like that Space Age love song kind of fucking bullshit, you know? I love that. Yeah, I get the new wave thing a lot just because I love arpeggiated synths. Like I freaking love them so much that <laughs> yeah. I'll, just t- I'll toss them in a song that doesn't need them. Or, and I'll, I'll toss them in a song and make the song worse just because I want them in there, you know? <laughs> totally, yeah. So everyone's just like, people are just like, I dig your, your funky new wave sound, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you like Depeche Mode. <laughs> I, I you do that like deep, one finger right? on the keyboard a lot of, you groove out oh, yeah it's a lot of <laughs> flock of seagulls a, girl definitely more of a devo guy Blah, ah, there you go yeah i love devo me and rick saw devo together Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh man so great i missed uh, an opportunity to see devo uh they were when they reunited they were playing a show in san francisco and we tried to drive over the pass and a snowstorm hit and all the passes got closed and we ended up sliding off the road. And, oh, <laughs> and wow. passes, that pass has uh, run so many great experiences. I know. And it was my yeah, only chance to yep. see Devo. Yeah. But you guys, yeah. when the giant typhoon takes out California, we're going to be so glad that that pass is there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Because that's how we will get our boats to our brand new coastal access. Amen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Devo will play Reno next time instead of, instead of the ocean. Very awesome. <laughs> I, I think their homes are in the Bay Area. <laughs> oh. Then they'll just flee here and we'll get shows all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> they'll get in their they giant. live in Tahoe. Let's get in their giant energy dome and float over here. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so shall we? We shall. shall do we? you want your Do you want your music, Rory? Is it Monday? In the past, Mister Dowd, none of those people are your friends. That was not the sample I meant to play. You're a dick. I know. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas, bro. Yeah. Oh, Merry Krampus to you. Merry Christmas. Nobody likes you. Later we'll have some fucking. All right, as Yay. long as it's that pie, <laughs> that special pie that you and I like. Because you know how much I like pie. What kind of oh, pie? 
Newsflash, my wife made pie and I... Oh, man, did you throw it down on the ground and yell at her? I did not throw it on the ground and yell at her and storm off. Call back. I, I in fact, quite enjoyed the pie and ate it. What uh, kind was it? Breakfast apple. Ordinary apple pie. Just, just regular old apple pie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. This sounds like a sex thing. I don't want to. Because my wanna. wife makes the best food. Mm, sexually. Hey, how was your your birthday dinner up at the uh, oh. kitchen? How was that? Ooh. So I had like, actually, it was an awesome like 24-hour eating festival with the wife. Yeah, we went to Hell's Kitchen in Tahoe. I, I got the beef wellington. I did the prefix. And, I saw and pictures of the we got, It looked amazing. We got some of the house cocktails. Uh, she herself got the lamb chops. Uh, did Gordon call you the C-word? No, Gordon himself <laughs> was not there. He oh, hasn't made damn. it up to the restaurant yet, as far as I know. Damn yeah. it. Uh, but it, it was really fantastic. And then the next day we got up and um, went and got tattoos. Uh, we got matching tattoos of the final page of the story of Ferdinand, a children's book. Uh, it's a little daisy losing all of its flowers. It's really cool. And then um, we came home and my lovely wife started making for me some also buco. Uh, which was delightful and wonderful. Um, and while that was happening... I'm not familiar with that dish. What, what is an asobuco? Oh, it is uh, uh, veal and vegetables and, <laughs> it, and in a sauce, and it is delightful and served with, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, a risotto. It was nice. awesome. That sounds amazing. And while she was making that, we were visited by our, our friendly neighborhood barkeep, uh, Mr. Andrew Warbington oh, uh, from right. the former Foxy Olive who brought me over a birthday <laughs> present of one of the final <laughs> bottles of Jameson from Foxy Olive. Oh, oh man. Uh, oh, and then the very next day we had a brand new uh, recliner and sofa uh, uh, delivered that Santa Claus bought for mom and dad this year. Brad. Well, like you in guys- Santa Claus, we bought it for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> You must have been good. It's been, yes, very good. That's good. (laughs) So it was actually, it was like, I had a really smashing fucking birthday despite all of this 2020-ness. Good. And I don't, not to rub it in anybody else's faces, but God, I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, same Uh, here, man. Happy birthday. and, And then, yeah, on the dovetail of that, how was your birthday? It was great, man. It was like, it was pretty much like my um, record release again. And my wife, you know, spoiled me with presents. And we, me and Quentin and her just watched some good old fashioned family movies like Elf and uh, Christmas Vacation. And nice. the, uh, we, we Mandalorian on Friday. It was freaking awesome. Yeah, so, this new season, you know, is killing all, it. Yeah, and on my birthday weekend, I I just got to do everything I I wanted. Like I had a little bit of Star Wars in there, and a little bit of the D, and a little bit of the fucking um, Kevin Smith shit. Like it was super fun, and, and, well, and I got swept. 
Thanks. And and hey, hey Rick, what did you do on your birthday last week? It hasn't week? happened yet. By the time the audience hears but this, it, it will have happened. By the time the show happens, it will. So just say so you had fun. Scheduled. I am scheduled to to go for a walk somewhere with the dangers because I haven't seen them oh, in so long. Fun. But the only way we can hang out is to be outside. So we're going to walk around in the freezing cold just so we can see each other. And uh, and then I'm hanging out with a married couple of friend of mine, friends of mine that I read books with, and they'll probably make dinner. And then Michelle Bell from the Grim Tones and I are going to hang out, and we're we're going to try to figure out a way to get sushi without actually going to a restaurant. The best way to a number of them pocket. deliver. That's what yeah. I, that's what we're thinking. But it's not the we same. Got, it's not the same. We, no, it's not. We did get Kitsmo the for like the two days before uh, Thanksgiving, and Diana and Riku uh, uh, quite enjoyed it. Shit. I'm just going to have to drive to EG because I know exactly what I want and just order all that a la carte, I guess. This just sucks. Um, just have them deliver it to your vehicle. Right, right. Check, mm-hmm. check with your friendly restaurant. Some of them are still advertising all-you-can-eat delivery. I don't know how that works, so maybe yeah. there's a deal. Yeah, if Tokyo Sushi's doing something like that. But then can so. I just get 20 rolls for the all-you-can-eat price? Probably not. They yeah, probably have I, a limit I, on it, but... I can it's eat worth calling. So you're going to stand outside your house and look through the window to make sure you eat it all? <laughs> and just you. <laughs> just you. Nobody else. <laughs> so. You got a lot of December babies in here, huh? Oh, oh this yeah. is a Sagittarius yeah, show. Oh, no. It's awful. Yeah, you got uh, one Scorpio. A lot of <laughs> flamers here. Me and, me and Ian bring the show down by being Scorpio and Cancer. We can put the water on these fucking flamers. Hell yeah. <laughs> Get it. I believe Kim's a water or a fire sign, too, so we need some. Need some <laughs> so I'm glad to have Ian around. <laughs> glad to have you around, too, Chewy. All right, we have a quiz, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It is time. As you wish, Mr. Dowd. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's everybody's favorite time of the podcast where we're going to ask Ford a whole bunch of questions and hopefully he hasn't prepared for too well and we're going to catch him off guard and get something awkward. Are you ready to play, my friend? Nope. Okay. Excellent. That's the best way to be. Malleable <laughs> okay. and soft. Off to a good start. Just like on a morning, a cold winter morning. Um, okay. Uh, first question. Upon the occasion of your demise, where would you haunt? Uh, that's a good question. Can't decide if I'd want to haunt out of spite or somewhere I just want to be. Spite or like? <laughs> really, yeah. those are the two categories we get on this question. I mean, it's one or the other. <laughs> I mean, like, like those, that's what you're going to do. Like, let's yeah. be real. You're not going to go no. to a place where you're going to be like, eh. I'm going to go to the doctor's <laughs> waiting room. I'm going to go to 7-Eleven. Nobody like, haunts a spot because it's cool. Well, that's what I'm debating. Like, if I want to haunt somewhere, I want to be there. Like, because, like, if you want to go haunt, like, an old place of work, like, you just end up there forever. Like, you don't want to go back there. I want to go to the Blue Lagoon in Iceland and just sit in hot springs and haunt those those fucking tourist people. That's a pretty bad decision. All right, that's yeah. a strong answer. <laughs> I can I can float around in the water and tickle people's toes, and then uh, when they scream, uh, uh, they can just blame it on like the minerals or whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Right. Let, let's go with the stroking robot that is Nick Ramirez. Okay. Um, 
I'm a stroking robot. <laughs> oh, dude, because it, the your picture. internet connection and the audio. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was because during the song <laughs> oh. he was tapping on his chest, but his arm was just out of the camera view, so it really looked like <laughs> he could have been a stroking robot. No, it, it. Every once in a while, he sounds like a speak and spell running out of batteries. Oh yes. God, that's the great <laughs> thing about these um, podcasts from home. <laughs> you get so much done at the same time. <laughs> Any, you don't want to know what's going on down here, man. Ford's camera comes right to the bottom of his chin, right to the bottom oh, yeah, of his chin. <laughs> it is madness down there. I mean, you can't see anything below my chest, man. Then, you know. uh, Ford, you're going on a Christmas vacation across the country um, uh, with a celebrity. It's just you and that celebrity, and you're going across the country. And what kind of car are you guys in? Go. Do I have to pick the celebrity too? Yes. Yeah, celebrity okay. and car. And car. All right, it's me and um I'm going to I'm going to go with like I'm going to make up my own guy. I'm going to do like a hybrid Nick Nolte, Gary Busey. And we're going to You can take nice. both of them. <laughs> no, I like some weird no. genetic experiment. This is the two yeah. of them. But let's I want face them it. Glued. It's easy to combine those two. Oh yeah. They're like, definitely the same species. Amen. I'm just going to glue them together <laughs> yeah. and, tell, and tell everyone they're my conjoint twin friends. Oh and my God. it's going to be probably in, probably like a, I, I want to go with like an 80s Mazda Miata or or like a Carmen Ghia or something like that. <laughs> just a tiny little car. <laughs> yeah. Just something, something where it would be really awkward for all three of us to be in. Like we real, real squished together. It'd be nice. Well, and if they're conjoined, it'll be difficult to drive. So they're always <laughs> stuck in the back, which is not made for two people. No. <laughs> They'll be in the it's trunk. excellent. It's like Schrodinger's annoyance. Like <laughs> it, it really paints a picture. I'll tell you that. Uh, Merry okay. Christmas. Uh, Chewy. Um, what, uh, in your opinion, sketchiest convenience store in the Reno Sparks area? I'd probably go with... Something off a of Keystone, probably. What is it? Is it the Quickie Mart thing? Is that what it is? That's I'm at the one at Second and Keystone on the I think so corner. Yeah, yeah that, that one's gnarly. That's got the worst public bathroom in the city, probably. I don't think I've yeah, ever been in that be, one. That, it's the worst public bathroom because of me. Good yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> that one definitely has a has a lot of comers and goers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Literally, <laughs> <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Okay, so you're being walked down the green mile towards the executioner's chamber. Uh, and you can have a one comedian dressed as a clown to walk with you for that final distance. Who is that comedian? Uh, I'm going to go with Bill Burr just because he will just make me feel like a piece of shit before I die. And that sounds <laughs> fun. Yeah, you kind of deserve it. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're on death row, yeah, you know, chances are you really do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an okay answer. Uh, the correct answer, however, is of course Jerry Lewis. Amen. Um, uh, Rick, your question: What is the age and circumstance of the loss of your virginity? Oh, well, I wish it was a better story. Um, it but never, it, I was. Well, we're good. grading it, yeah. so yeah. You bet. You better. You probably do wish it was better. Yeah, it, uh, I was 20 years old, and it was my uh, college girlfriend at the time. Oh, sweet! How long for you? How long had you been Squeaky together? Clean boy. 
we we've been together for I don't know. I think we'd probably been dating for like a week or two at that point. Oh, so quick, right? Well, I mean, it's the loss, loss of my virginity. I, it'd be weird if we were dating for two years and then I lost my virginity to her. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in college, yeah. <laughs> that story has been related on this show, yeah. So well, that's nice. Where were you again? When, uh, when down down in Tucson, Arizona. I went to U of A. Okay. So it was like We're in a dorm room or an apartment, her house, the, the house. side of a hill, somebody's her house, car. her house. Uh, I think her roommate was home. So that's there's a cool, cool layer to the story, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roommate points. Yeah, yeah. What was the music playing? Uh, you know, it's weird as I'm a no music guy. Could you see a cactus from where you were at? <laughs> in, in Tucson, you can see a cactus from any angle. <laughs> <laughs> They're in your dreams, Chewie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, enough with the cactus already, fuck. Yeah. And, don't, and don't go on a hike and kick one and then accidentally high five one on a dare. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> on a dare. Um, right. Okay, let's do the Cadillac Kim question of of the hybrid. If you could be two animals combined, what would those two animals be, and how would you be combined? I'd be Nick Nolte and Gary <laughs> 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 Bees. No, uh, right. oh. no, no. I'll do a better one. I was gonna say you got good points, but I can subtract that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Just because this looks fucking hilarious in my head right now, I'm going to go with an alligator and a giraffe, and it's just going to be giraffe legs on an alligator. (laughs) (laughs) It's the whole whole alligator body. But on these like tall, knobby kneed cloven hooves. (laughs) It's like 10 feet tall. And they still live in Florida, basically. <laughs> oh, God, that just made Florida so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> they, get, they get into How the deep rivers. <laughs> Before we do rapid fire, can I also ask, what was the best Christmas present you ever got as a kid? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to push aside my first uh, Nintendo system in the 80s for probably when my mom got me my first uh, bass guitar, because I played bass um, growing up. So that was really cool. I had uh, I'd always played like the big contrabass, the big mm-hmm. stand-up bass, and being like a nine-year-old kid looking that thing around was was pretty nuts. But then I started getting into jazz band and actually wanted to play electric. I was just really getting into it, and then bam, Santa. Hey, hey, so, it's a new what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Santa has a way, man. He always yeah. finds a way. Mm-hmm. So good. Santa likes Ibanez basses, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Santa likes whatever you tell him to like. Right. So, all right, let's go over to rapid fire. Uh, don't think too much about any of these questions. Just answer as it pops into your head. We'll start with a softball. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Elvis, Elvis or, Beatles. or the Beatles? <laughs> the Beatles. Who wins in a fight? Elvis or the Beatles? Elvis, for sure. <laughs> he's, just gonna, he's just gonna hip thrust them to death. I got, I got another softball. Uh, softball or baseball? Uh, mm, I guess softball because I like playing that one drunk. Right on. Amen. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, answer. AIDS or cancer? Mm, I'm going to go with 
Um, I'm going to go with Nick Nolte and Gary Busey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which, whichever one they, they have. I don't know. Who, who would win in a fight, a donkey or a walrus? Uh, a walrus, because that's fucking hilarious to me. I basically just smother it to death, I guess. <laughs> Tusk it down. Yeah. Tusk it down and then, just, and then b- flop over onto it. <laughs> okay. Uh, who would win in a fight, Nick Nolte or Gary Busey? Uh, Excellent uh, question. I think, uh, I think, I think Gary, because you cannot prepare for crazy. You can't prepare for that kind of crazy. He's and also got really choppers. big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like horse teeth. <laughs> you're bit by a horse, that'll kill you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it'll definitely take a piece out of you. Would you rather uh, be beat up or arrested? Uh, I'd rather be beat up because I could wear some battle scars around, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. I don't know. Yeah, getting arrested lasts a lot longer than getting beat up does, too. Amen. Yeah. That doesn't go on your permanent record. Uh, Tahoe or Pyramid? I like Tahoe. Elvis or Santa? Uh, Elvis. Well, both aren't real, so Elvis. <laughs> hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Say what you want about Jesus and Santa, but you keep Elvis's name out of your lips. <laughs> You're going to talk about him like that. Have you ever seen him? I haven't. In my dreams every night and in that piece of toast the other day. <laughs> Bat Boy brought yeah. him to me in a dream. He carried him like a little baby Elvis, and then they blessed him with... Cheetos and A1. Uh, okay, so uh, you're in a universe where only one of these can exist. Would you rather live in the universe with Star Wars or the Beatles? Man, you're just whittling it down. I'm going to go with the Beatles. All right. Would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? Uh, Vampire, because I'm a night person. Well, werewolves are too, but I'm already pretty hairy, so I'd just be a really hairy vampire. <laughs> and what's your favorite drunk food? Jim Boys. Mm, solid choice. Solid I had to, choice. I had to make a resolution to not do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was getting crazy. I recently ate Jim Boys just as like a stop real quick in the drive-thru for lunch. Not nearly as good as when you get it at three in the morning. No, <laughs> Here's the thing about gym boys is you need it's to need staff. gym boys. You need yeah. to need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like a a pre choice that yeah. day. You're like, I'm gonna go to gym boys today. It's like, oh fuck, I gotta go to gym boys. Yeah. <laughs> you're have to make you're that stumbling. Happen. You're stumbling out of jobs. Just like, oh, I need food. Yeah. Like if someone came to me and was like, oh, I just had gym boys for lunch. I'd be like, dude, are you doing okay? Not to interrupt this quiz, but just as a sidebar to anybody paying attention, if you haven't stopped in to Jubs for one last drink or to pay off any remaining tab that might be hanging out there, uh, do it. You have very limited time left and go say goodbye to the good old times in the place. Do you guys still yeah. have that wheel? You still spin the wheel at all? I'm sure Faith has that somewhere, yeah. I made a lot of mistakes spinning that wheel. That was oh, not yeah. good. Wheel of oh, justice. Wheel never turned out good. 
You know, I mean, sometimes <laughs> you get a bag of chips. Sometimes you're drinking something you really shouldn't be drinking at that time. Yeah. It's a gamble. Yeah. And monkey yeah. juice just leads to headaches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm a, yeah. but I'm a child. That's what so. always win, too. It's like, I don't want monkey juice again. <laughs> about that shot of Jameson that I never get yeah <laughs> I was gonna say I'm a child so like I just get a drink either way and I get to see a cool wheel spin so <laughs> really cool ooh pretty uh, okay so let's tabulate some scores here oh, oh error error no no that's no error um a, a solid five million six hundred and forty-two thousand and four out of high uh, score. Uh, well, I mean, he's God in the it. top twenty-five. Top twenty-five. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny how everybody makes it to the top twenty-five. <laughs> I mean, the quiz just keep getting better. That's yeah, right. and the, your answers keep getting better. It's a, a, a way to come to play. Congratulations, like to, Ford. I'd like to thank Nick Nolte. <laughs> they did help a, make this happen I could not have done it without you boys Alright, let's wash the taste out of that Out of our collective oh. ears And follow it up with uh, a song <laughs> Imagine that Yeah you uh, got? What do you got for us here? Alright, so This one, I guess, is the closest thing To a title track It's called Dumb Song and uh, <laughs> a lot of my like favorite artists, they have songs called like sad song or, or happy song or simple song, or like, I wanted to make a dumb song. So I find this very inspiring, this dumb angle. Like I'm going to have to embrace this and see what happens. As, yeah. as a dumb person, I feel hurt. <laughs> this, this album's for you, man. <laughs> I'm, this album's for all the dummies out there. Dumb song is uh it's a it's a really interesting song. Uh most of these songs are kind of about like my my anxiety over love. And I obviously don't I don't want to get too much into that, but this one is dumb song is a little bit of a a metaphor for when everything kind of is done with the apex and it starts taking a turn for the uh oh this isn't gonna work at all. Like you start heading in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. You plan it out uh, before and, and bury it before it even happens. So the metaphor in the chorus is I, I've, we felt our minds slow down. So that's like my dumb metaphor. Mm. And that just means uh, we were less into each other at that point. And we, we were doomed basically. If a man is weak or a woman is weak, then she is beyond, he is beyond love.
Like that, yeah, and that, that was, was really great. Good. Thank so, you, so cool, dude. Thank you, really good. Yeah, this is uh, uh really sharp stuff, uh, uh, recorded in a bedroom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I uh, I become a little bit more and more of a nerd about this stuff as the years go on. Like, I was the first album, which is called The Robot Detective, like 2006. I was literally like singing into whatever the onboard microphone was of the screen of my like little iMac and that's how I was cutting vocals and I was just like putting a bunch wow. of reverb on it to wash the quality like off of it <laughs> sort of and like <clears throat> and just like I, I think I recorded a few guitar tracks through that little tiny microphone too so with each album I try and like learn a little bit more and like I don't know I, I'm, I'm happy with the way this one came out it, it felt like a nice uh hurdle I went over because I, I did a lot of research for this one. This was the one I probably worked the hardest on for sure. I was like, okay, I'm going to try and do this one. Let's say quote, unquote, like quote unquote, the most right I've ever done it before. The most right. I know how to do it. Oh, it's really well put together. Yeah. Really polished. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah obviously. Totally. Before we head out, uh, Ford, I was wanted to know about that video. Make me, um, Tell me about like 
used a drone. There's animation. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really pretty epic. Tell me about that a little bit. I want people to go look at it. It's fucking cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So that we were lucky enough that we got to shoot that like in February, right before the shutdown. Um, so I was able to like work on that, but yeah, it's like basically a drone one shot. So I had to get with my buddy, uh, who I work with, uh, who flies drones and we did some drone choreography to the whole thing. So it's basically me laying in a field, imagining robots are attacking Reno, like downtown Reno, which is, um, sort of like this, it's, uh, it sort of embodies this, like, uh, imagining the skies falling when it really isn't. And my metaphor was more about relationships and love and, and getting in your own mind and things like that. Um, but when it released, which was sometime in March, a lot of people drew the connection to the pandemic. Um, so here I am laying in a field while, while everything is just getting destroyed around you. And people seem to connect to that in that way. Um, so I, I found that really interesting. Um, just kind of, uh, I mean, a pandemic isn't the right time or place, but it was sort of the right time and place for a video like that. Uh, that's cool. No, that, that's, that's cool how your creation can have an intent yet uh, um, land wider than you intended. Yeah. 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 And it was cool. Like uh, I got a chance. To, I, I'm a big uh, Adobe After Effects user. I've been using that for a long time. So it was really simple it was like learn the drone choreography we shot it in a couple hours and then it was just maybe like a month and a half of me just tinkering away in after effects and making these robots shoot electricity out of their eyes and take down take down the silver legacy it was pretty cool uh, it's yeah, really, like <laughs> such a diy approach to all the stuff that you do like you record it yourself you do the your videos yourself like that's really fucking rad dude i, oh, I appreciate you. that a lot well, thank you. Yeah. And, um, I've always been, uh, notoriously a pretty bad collaborator. <laughs> like <laughs> I'd much prefer to just go lock myself away and then pop out and be like, here it is. Um, so I've been really trying to like branch out, like with this, especially with this new album, like other people were playing parts that I didn't write necessarily. And, and just even playing with three other dudes is, uh, is a new step for me for sure. Um, so, but I've, I've been having a great time with it. So I get to do a little bit like I'm, I'm in my bedroom, like writing the songs, but these other guys are like really helping me kind of like, I think that's maybe some of the polish you're hearing there is like, those are bass parts I could have never written. Adam Carpenter absolutely mm-hmm. destroys those things. He's one of my favorite bass players in town. And, uh, and Troy brings like a really cool, like punk rock aesthetic to his drumming. And Sean Saridi is a big uh, psychedelic Pink Floyd fan. So there's like three weird flavors that have never really kind of entered my music that, so I'm finally seeing like the fruits of like what it's like to collaborate. That's so rad, man. Well, like congrats again on the album, even though it's been out for a couple months, it sounds amazing. Where Thank can you. people find all of this stuff when it, once again for everybody at home? Yeah. So I'm on all the streaming services, uh, Spotify, Apple music and all that. You can also go to Bandcamp at, uh, fordcoral.bandcamp.com. And you can also go to my website, fordcoral.com. That's C-O-R-L. Awesome. And you can also watch the music video on there too. Right on. Is that on YouTube or just on the website? It is on YouTube. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Everybody check that out. Uh, Check the links in the blog here. I should have linked most of this. Cross my fingers that I remember in a few days. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, well, That's all right. Well, Ford, yeah, this next- has been a blast having you here. Thank you guys so much. This is this has been awesome. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, my friend. I, I hope your 2021 uh, uh, is as positive and productive as your 2020 was. Thank you. Same to all of you guys. <laughs> I I think it's awesome that you guys like have like made the uh, at home version of this podcast work so well. Like this feels like a normal podcast to me, man. It doesn't feel compromised any at any way. Yeah, thanks. Well, a lot. awesome. Thank you. Like the, the, I guess really the only real big difference is that we can't look at each other and like we don't all have a, a nice mic in front of our face. Sure. But, like, and the live feel session aspect. Uh, yeah, that's the, the band's playing live. I miss the most. No. Yeah. Well, that was the best. Um, and, and what I miss the least is the smell. <laughs> oh god oh, I forgot. especially this time of year the man. Room, oh, it's, yeah. it's a tiny room ford it'd be like nine by nine foot and there'd be like 12 people inside of it and by the end of the show you'd open the door and it'd be like whoa yeah just some of these, down. some of these local bands spend a half hour as much there. as you think they do mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i gotta spend a half hour in there after the show wrapping up cables and shit like oh, oh it's oh. great We'd immediately yeah. open the window and throw on the fan. And, yeah. I got to make sure what I eat on Sunday night so I don't come to the, the show on Mondays. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, when everything's back to normal, have me back and I'll stink that room up. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Uh, right. dude, Fuck yeah. For sure. Yeah, wait. I'm, I'm, oh, all, well, all the, music. I'm going to be eating all the gym boys before that one. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, uh, so this is just part one of our Christmas extravaganza. Uh, Rick, we, you've booked for us next week a band from Winnemucca. Can you set this up for everybody? Fuck yeah. They're called LNOY, and they're putting out a, an album they recorded themselves out in Winnemucca. Most of the people in the band are minors who live out in Winnemucca. I don't mean like under 18. I mean like people who minor. Yes, actual minors. That's who right. lives like, like co-workers of Chewy's. <laughs> yes, and so yeah. it's Potential one of the, co-workers. One of the I'm fun- sure we'll have lots to talk about. Man, they sent me all the tracks to mix and we threw this album together as fast as possible because they wanted it released in time for Christmas because the album has a pretty great punk rock Christmas song on it. Awesome. Awesome. So all don't I like a specific quiz questions just about when Amaka prepared. Oh, mm-hmm. thank oh you. there you go, dude. <laughs> Gonna be so much fun. Which of the three convenience stores is the sketchiest? <laughs> <laughs> the a- the answer is the specific. The answer is the Burger King. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the old Maverick, Maverick or the new sure. Maverick. No, no, <laughs> uh, well, I'm really excited for that, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. For uh, all of us here. Um, the, the, the guys and the gal uh, a very Merry Christmas part one to ye and we'll see you um, I don't know sometime after this show I don't know when it's all going to get posted but it'll all be before Christmas see you next time yeah life is short Good night, ladies drink some eggnog be safe social distance and don't drink and drive stay out of school and don't be fools on the worst little podcast we're talking out of our ass
Studios. Sorry. I believe it's your night to service me. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> 